T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Maggie and Perloff, so happy to be back. We were paying respects to a friend yesterday, so missed the show. But we're back today, Perloff. And the whole world exploded yesterday with early signing day in college football. Now, I don't know what people were predicting here that somehow Alabama was going to fall off or that we weren't going to see these big classes. I I don't know what the prediction was, but I'll tell you what I came away thinking yesterday, which is you can absolutely buy a championship Mm. in college football and you are going to see a purchased national champion soon. Now you could say, aren't they all purchased? You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's I no get wink, it. wink, nudge, nudge. It's wake <laughs> up and smell the reality. I mean, yes, no, I get that. But I'm saying not just the Alabamas and the Georgias. I actually do think you're going to see other teams who are big spenders get into this conversation. The Oregons, who had a fantastic day yesterday. The Miamis, who had a great day yesterday. We already know Texas A&M has a lot of money. I think you're going to see someone beyond just the Alabama, Georgia you know, Ohio State, LSU yeah. actually have a real shot. Well, I mean, listen, A&M in Miami, the early returns <laughs> make me think uh, I'm not so sure because the I bad think seasons. I get it. they spent tons of money and had very disappointing seasons. I don't know. I think that I, I don't know what's spent under the table or over the table, but there's so much more that goes into it than just spending and just talent. It's your coach means everything too in college football. For example, Georgia. Georgia had top recruits forever, but then Kirby Smart gets there, and now they're won a title and are in another title. That's incredible. So I'm not sure. I think there's a lot more than just being able to acquire talent. The other thing, too, is it's going to be an arms race. So is one school going to be able to buy enough talent to really rise above the rest of them? I think if they want to. And that's where I look at, like, Oregon from yesterday. And I look at Phil Knight, what is he, 80? 81 years old, someone who's motivated. I know we saw them in the national championship not too long ago, but I'm saying if you have the means, if you have the backing, why can't you just, I know there's competition, but you can outspend everyone. You could become the Mets if you want to. You can. It, there's no cap on what you can spend. If you want to just blow everybody out of the water in college football, there's no rules right now. It's still the Wild West. You can do that if you are a motivated college football program. Right, but I mean, Phil Knight's 84, actually. Is he 84? So they okay. better move fast. Yeah, well. Yeah, and even not, with not that, going. Oregon and all the money Phil Knight has, they weren't 
they're not a top three class. So they lost probably the best player that's ever going to come to the program, just left. Okay, but look at what happened. I know. So Dante Moore goes to UCLA and flips on Monday, and they get Austin Nova uh, Nova Sad from Baylor to come the next day. Yeah, but Dante Moore is number three in the class, and a lot of people think if his last name was Manning, he'd be number one in the class, that he's actually better than Arch Manning. So there's give and take. That's my point. It's going to be an arms race. Are you really going to be able to – Outdo everybody. Is Oregon going to be able to outspend every other collective? I think they can, and I think it, we don't know these numbers. And even if they they're do, they're not the, public. Will it translate into anything? And then when? I mean, next year they're going to be pinned behind USC in the Pac-12. So that makes Phil Knight eighty-five. Like, when is this going to happen? Wait, when does USC and UCLA go to the Big Ten? Twenty twenty-four. And even twenty-four, right? And then you're going to go to twelve. So I think I think one thing you're saying is accurate. I think Oregon will probably get in the. the 12 a lot, but then you're going to get Georgia and Alabama and Florida will probably come back at some point. And LSU, you got the SEC. And then I'm sorry to bring this up, but 49-3. No, I, mean, I know. They're, they're, but th- that they're, also the Western feels are, like a long time ago. Yeah, but do you really think Georgia against any school that's not in the SEC is going to feel differently? We'll see in a couple days. Yeah. But I, I think that they're right now, Georgia, Alabama, those schools are... are it's going to be hard, even with all the money in the world, to catch up to them. I just don't see it happening in the next two or three years. Okay, well, eventually Nick Saban will retire, right? Well, he that's is true. 71. I know Kirby Smart is younger, but I think that it might not happen like snap your fingers. But if you say Oregon puts together a really good season this year, yeah. and why wouldn't they, right? Why shouldn't they? And then you keep spending and keep spending. Like, well, then what in, happens? In three what about years, you? you're going to be a champion, no? No. No, no way. I mean, you're in. You're. It's a total crapshoot. You'd really bet on Oregon. It's a complete crap. First of all, they're not outspending everybody. I don't know that they're the highest spending. Well, we don't know. We're never going to know. It's not like I the mean, NFL yes, where all the salaries listen, are public. There were some whopper classes yesterday. Oh, I and know. not just Oregon. I mean, Alabama is huge. Texas, yeah, obviously so, because Arch committed. Georgia had a really. I mean, a big lot day. of these were old commitments that yeah. just made official yesterday. Like Ohio State didn't make any news yesterday, but they still have. So many studs. Well, they did make news yesterday because they lost a recruit yesterday. Well, not that he was 100% committed, but Mateo Uyungale, DJU's brother. Yeah, he's been going to Oregon for six months. Well, tell OSU that because I think Ohio State still felt like he was coming. Or USC. Ohio State's got two wide receivers coming in who could play in the NFL tomorrow. They are insane. Look at the top 10 players, and it's got a lot of Alabama written on it, and it's got a lot of Ohio State written on it. It does not have a lot of Oregon written on it. Okay, but there is, like, there's still the tradition of, hey, you go to Alabama, you could become an NFL draft pick, right? There's still going to be that. You go to this school, you're going to get to the NFL that, you know, coaches can come in and sell you on and sell parents on. But the idea that, listen, the NIL money isn't nothing. And even though they yeah. have they have uh, like deep coffers at Alabama and Georgia and all these traditionally strong powerhouse places, I think if you are in Oregon and A and M, like the fact that you can make such a competitive um, offer, but do you think to these guys? Really, I think. But are you it, sure they can outspend Alabama and Ohio State? Don't you think at it, it best they're maybe they're a little bit ahead? But I think Alabama and Ohio State have unlimited resources as well. Okay, so the reason why I think about Oregon is just because it's so public who their biggest booster is. Right. You know, if but you can outspend Phil Knight, 20, 
He's been their biggest booster forever. Okay, but he's also a, a huge public figure. Okay. That if you, I, I have no idea Phil Knight's been giving out $100 or $10,000 handshakes. I have no idea. But as a public figure, he's open to more scrutiny. Now that it's all basically above board and it's like out in the open, now you can really get people who still have to be public figures in good standing, so don't want to get caught up in a scandal. Now they can spend whatever they want to spend. Right, but. So that's different Obviously, than years before. Of, right. But their their top quarterback recruits still walked out the door last week. So I explain that. Why didn't he spend him to keep him? Well, I don't know, but they also just got a, someone to come in and replace him who had a commitment to another school to ba- yeah. for a year. Yeah, but that's the new thing. But so what? It's not the same level of players. Nowhere near. Okay, He's but not four-star compared so, to a five-star. So one recruit walked out the door in a quarterback, and another recruit in a five-star defensive end walked in the door. Right. But no, okay, so if you could spend all this, then why not bid the highest for Arch Manning? I, I don't know if they were ever in on Arch Manning. It looked like Arch was had Texas, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Georgia, and I don't know if there was anyone else who was interested. My point is... you Or anyone it, else who he was interested in. Yeah, so it's, it's not easy to buy a super class and to really buy your way into this. And the other thing, too, is it's a bit of a crapshoot. It's really hard. If I, if I place a bet in the next five years will Oregon win a title, you're much safer saying no. I would say yes. You would say yes. You would say yes. You want a show bet? A five-year show bet? (laughs) This one's really going to take a while to pay off. But But you understand they have to go through a college football playoff and where anything could happen. Even if they're the number one team, the odds are still slim. I think that in college football, you can buy a title. Why do you think Oregon is... First of all, do you think Oregon will definitely have the biggest NIL? Because... There's other schools that have gigantic collectives. Sure. A&M and Miami. Miami with Life Wallet, A&M with all the oil money and boosters who are in Texas. I, Alabama, Ohio State, they're going to have gigantic collectives as well. Yeah. How about also Alabama? A little Nick Saban crying wolf, huh? NIL, oh. this is going to ruin college football. No parity. This is bad for the game. Number one recruiting class. Yeah, but it, how many times in a row is it? It's. I think he missed it once in the last five years. So, of course, he did. But the other thing, too, is the transfer portal. Are we ignoring that? Yeah, these recruits, great. You get them when they're 18, get them uh, up to speed, then I'll take them when yeah, they're right. 20. <laughs> right, so that's the other thing that makes this whole day less meaningful than ever. Well, it's obviously it's less meaningful because you have two signing days now, yeah. but it's less meaningful than ever because the transfer portal is is transformed everything anyway. Okay, but the thing about the transfer portal, while, yes, you're going to always, that's always going to be interesting, especially for quarterbacks and guys changing teams is going to be interesting. But I think it is a little more interesting now because the COVID year made some of these guys like straight up four years of starting under their belt and now can come into your program. They're like 25 and you're getting like a full grown person as opposed to, oh my gosh, you know, I have to take a risk on a 19 year old kid. I think once we get back on a regular schedule here where guys aren't going to play college football for six years then maybe that's a little different. I don't think so at all. I heard a story on the CBS Eye on College Football podcast about a coach who basically was like, I don't care that I lost this recruiting battle because I'm keeping an eye on this kid for two years when he's ready to be a superstar. So now it's probably going to hurt the the, um, group of five, I would think. Guys like that who, are you saying that's going to be like a minor league? No, no, no. I'm saying that, no, they don't care if they lose this original recruiting battle because the key recruiting battle is who's going to get them when they're juniors. Oh, man. And, and the, the reason recruiting. that and the reason that's such a, a common occurrence, I think, is because those guys are going to want new NIL deals in two years. The only way to get a new NIL deal is to become a free agent. If you're stuck at Clemson, 
then you're say you're getting a million dollars a year. If you say, you know what, I'm going to the transfer portal, then it's an open market and you'll get up to five million. So that's going to happen every time. You know what? I had that question about the NIL deals, and I don't know if we're ever going to get the answer. But are they year to year? What are you signing? Oh, yeah. Can I sign a year to year? I think so, yeah. Right. So I'm not signing away, like, I'm not signing uh, with a car dealership and say, this is going to be for the next three years. I'm assuming it's 12 months. Uh, actually, no, I have no idea. Uh, we have I, no idea. I do know how they get, how they tie you to your school. I've heard on NIL deals. Basically, say you sign an NIL deal and you're at Auburn. Okay. They don't want you to transfer to Georgia. Right. So what they say is the deal has to be executed within a certain geography. Like if you leave <laughs> yes. this state, then the deal is all. Then it's uh, null and void. Yeah, yeah. You're marketing. I mean, it's supposed to be marketing deals. That's become a joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is, who knows? Things are changing so fast. You know, you just have the the 12 team playoff coming in. I think in five years, NIL is going to look a lot different. I think there are a lot of people saying, whoa, we have to take control of this. This is completely, yeah, seems unstructured. Nothing will happen. This will eventually go to Congress because yeah. no one's going to really take the reins here. Also, you're talking about within five years for Oregon. You realize the current team, a lot of the players we're watching now, that, that means in the next three years, it's just really hard. That's a really quick time frame to promise a title because you're going to have such huge competition everywhere. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The question on the table, can you buy a title? Can you buy a championship? Can anybody buy one? We already know who the powerhouses are, of which case I would actually put Oregon as a powerhouse. It's not like they're, you know, some well, yeah, but we've know, only had, shy violet of a uh, conference, of a, of a program. In the last 12 years, we've had five different champions or something like that, or even create, I mean, the only certain schools are able to win a title. So I think that, I think yeah. to your point, I'm actually agreeing with you. I think that circle expands because of NIL, but I do think that it's really, really hard to win a title. Really, really, really hard. We want to hear from you again, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's get to the phones here early and often, shall we? JJ, our buddies in California, disagrees with me that you can you don't think you can buy a championship, JJ? I don't think you can. I, I think it's all luck at the end of the day, just just like Alabama, LSU, all that, it just comes down to a couple plays of who wins the game, you know, whether you're at the top or not. I don't really think you could buy a championship. No, I disagree with that, I have to say. You know, J.J., thank you for the call. Great to talk with you. I think the toughest, most crap-shootiest, if that's a word, uh, sport to win a title is baseball. That Talk about, like, the guy who's ninth hitter, you know, cranking a three-run home run in the bottom of the, like a Jim Layritz. Like you just can't. <laughs> these no one ever predicts that kind of stuff. That's the most crap shootiest. I don't think. I think college football, yes, bounces the ball here and there, but it's Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's, not coaching. You got the best players. <laughs> no. You're winning the title. That's absolutely not. Not even. I a hundred percent disagree. I mean, you honestly think that. A&M can collect every five-star recruit in the country. You think that's going to win them a title? I mean, definitely. Jimbo Fish has already won a national championship. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I know they're coming off also, a bad Also, too, year. the other thing, you get all these five-stars, you're going to lose a lot of them. But football, by the way, every sport, I was actually thinking about this recently. The Phillies won 87 games and got to game six of the World Series. Yes, crapshoot. crapshoot. But the NFL had just as big a crapshoot last year with the Cincinnati Bengals going 10-7, and seven, getting a few bounces here, a few bounces there, and ending up within a field goal of the Super Bowl. So football has a different champion. NFL, aside, if you took Tom Brady out of this whole mix, NFL <laughs> well, playoffs are just as unpredictable. They're really, <laughs> really hard. It's been a new team 
almost every year, well, except for the Patriots. We haven't had a repeat champion since the Patriots in 05. So football is pretty crazy, too. College, did any sport where it's just one game, especially college know, football but, has but been I, insane. No, I get it. And I know the March Madness, like the NCAA tournament, of course, is that's why we love it. But I still think baseball is the weirdest, even though it's five-game series and then seven-game series. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can be predictable, unpredictable like baseball. Sean's in Oregon. Sean, big Ducks fan. What do you think about my prediction that they'll win a title in the next five years? I think uh, money can buy you a lot of luck. <laughs> I like it. Wish I thought of it. And uh, I think that uh, it ain't going to take five years for the Ducks to get that lucky. You're predicting uh, you, a title you, when? I don't know. I'm going to say... I like what you said. I like I like that five years, the five year plan. I don't even think it's going to take that long with a little bit of luck and uh, people staying healthy. Uh, I like what Dan Lanning did this first year, and uh, I went in on this bet. I wanted if Perloff don't think that's going to happen. Let's put something together. Listen, I want Sean, in on that. you already beat him. All right, Sean, you you bet Perloff about the Dolphins, right? Versus the Broncos. I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to take the pipes to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, well, Sean, was that your bet or am I thinking of someone else? It was your bet, right? No, this, yeah, this is mine. Okay, Sean, it's over. He's done. You already took the pipes. You picked the Dolphins over the Broncos. <laughs> it's game, set, match. You you done. You you buried them. What more do you want? I want it all. <laughs> well, we'll think about it. So wait, uh, what do I get if you guys lose? So you have to win a title within five years. Oregon does, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think if Vegas was going to set up a bet, it's what are the odds? I'm of, sure. I'm sure. Uh, five no years would be good. minus money. I, I I agree with you there. Yeah, just because I think any team would be minus money, except maybe Alabama, right? Who else? Georgia's you, got a no no quarterback coming next year. I feel like Alabama would be the only team there you could say confidently will win a title in five years. I mean, how important do you think this is to Phil Knight? I've. I don't, Phil Knight's been trying to push that program through. They've been dominant for 25 years, but I, I don't know. Like even if okay, say so he didn't buy. He was he did get the top class this year. He's maybe going to get the top class when. I mean, soon. he's got. <laughs> <laughs> when will then be soon? And even so, if he does, well, those kids are 18. By the time that they're ready to help win a title, they've got to be 20, 21. I don't know. It seems like a long time away. What what's their class now? What are they? Seven. Seventh this year. Yep. And As of right now, we know there's another signing day. We know there's, you know. Right. So there's six schools ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's going to take a long time to buy this title. Uh, for example, the Baylor quarterback. How old is he? He's 18? Probably. And do we even know how good he is? <laughs> We're all about to find out. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> well, we got one more year of Bo, which should be fun. That's probably their best chance is next year. And then you're kind of starting over a quarterback. Then it's all wide open. 855-212-4CBS. You can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. Instagram, Maggie and Perloff. Head to YouTube. Just put our names right in the search bar, Maggie and Perloff, and there will be, there we will be. We want to hear from you today. Plus, coming up, Jalen Hurts has been ruled out for Saturday's game against the Cowboys. Why are there zero excuses now for Dallas to lose this game? We're talking Cowboys next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams. Or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Give us a call. Maggie and Perloff show, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. We have a show bet. Will the Oregon Ducks win a national football title in the next five years? Um, Do we put it out as the poll? We could put it out as a poll. Ducks win a title in five years? Yeah, nay. We should make it today's bet. Which one do you think? Do you think uh, I will win that poll or you will win that poll? If I, I'm the nay. Uh, I think that... I think it's going to be tight. Uh well, I don't understand. Maybe I'm totally missing something here. It's such a crapshoot to win the national title. If you have any bet against one team against the field, you have the entire field. You have Alabama, LSU with Brian Kelly. I know, but I also USC's have five pro- years to do it. Yeah, I know, but it's college football. It's still like, what if you said, will the Packers win a Super Bowl in the next five <laughs> yeah. years? I well, mean, or any team. You're changing, the, you're changing the subject now, I think, because you don't want to talk about Jalen Hurts going on the bench for Wait, this big game against the Cowboys. Can I just say, I would say one more college football thing. Yeah. Is USC going to be number one coming into next year? I think they will be. Well, I mean, they're going to have the reigning Heisman Trophy winner in Caleb yeah. Williams. Um, so, and then Alabama lost their quarterback and Georgia lost their quarterback. So it'll be interesting. So Oregon, in I mean, this no, bet, but was Georgia ever really about the quarterback? I mean, I know Stetson Bennett was yeah. a Heisman finalist, no, but it was never really about him, was it? I think those three schools with Ohio State and maybe Michigan are all. So I wonder if Oregon, but Oregon's going to be in that mix too because they have a Bo Nix coming back. It'll be really interesting. I just think there's so many good teams in college football to pick one against the field. Seems like a safe bet to me. So we'll put that poll up. But you're right. Today, there is a little bit of panic in Philadelphia, but I actually have a. Philadelphia Eagles text read and when it was announced that Gardner Minshew was going to be the starting quarterback, there was no panic at all. I think people, everyone has faith in Gardner. Everyone. Okay. They, you might as well be. <laughs> well, and actually, it's, it's like Jalen Hurts, too. They're like, Gardner Minshew can yes. beat the Cowboys with his blindfolded. That's the attitude of Philadelphia. It's unbelievable. Okay, well, this is what happens when you stake yourself to the kind of lead that Philadelphia has, right? You guys are, what, 13-1? and one? Yeah. So this week's 16, does that make sense? Uh 
Okay. But, but it's not just that. It's also Gardner Minshew is way too good to be a backup. That's what everybody thinks. Okay. Well, first of all, if he was way too good to be a backup, we'll see about that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Minshew fan, but I'm not, you know, if he was really that good, yeah. there would have been a bigger market for him after Jacksonville, right? Well, I, I don't know. The way you're right. There's probably some people think he's about the 23rd, 24th best quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Be that as it may, this to me is actually more about the Cowboys than it is about the Eagles. Why is that? Not, because the Cowboys do not have an excuse here. I don't want to hear that Minshew is the 23rd or 24th best quarterback. You have Dak Prescott. If you really think that Dak is, you trust him. If you think he is that franchise guy, we all know how much he's getting paid. We know how talented he is. If There's no excuse here why Dallas should lose this game. First of all, Dallas needs it more. Not because they're going to catch the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC East. But don't you realize, like, the Cowboys right now... I don't think Cowboy fans feel great about what's going on. You almost lose to the Houston Texans at home. Jacksonville takes you to overtime after you had a big lead. You lose, and now you have the Eagles, who, by the way, they beat you when you had a backup quarterback when Cooper Rush was playing. Now they have a backup quarterback. you got to return that favor. Like, I think it's more about, you know, as the kids say today, it's about the vibes. Like, you don't (laughs) want things to start snowballing. Plus, you and I are a little bit different here. If the Cowboys are going to have the five seed, which it looks like they're going to have, right? Right. They would play the winner of the NFC South. Right. I think that the Bucks are not a good team, but nope. you're somebody, Obviously. you and guys, you and Tony Romo and yeah. all of your friends think that Tom Brady is all of a sudden going to flip some switch in the postseason. That, but that's not going to be an easy game for the Cowboys to start on the road, start the playoffs mm. on the road. You got to start getting a little bit of momentum and things but working the right way here. Is that, I mean, the metrics people, the sabermetricians would say there's no such thing as momentum. Okay, how about They're, eye test? How about what I, I've what watched? Why eye test and vibes? What are we talking about here? Who <laughs> I'm cares? talking about the stuff people care about. <laughs> Let's be realistic about one thing, though, here. If the Eagles win this game, which is a big if. Yeah, then, then, then Dallas that, looks fraudulent. They're definitely playing in the second round. They might look fraudulent, but does that make you any less nervous if you're an Eagles fan to see Dallas again in the playoffs? If anything, it makes you more nervous because you're telling me you're going to beat that team three times in a row. Yeah, why wouldn't you? If you because can't beat the Eagles with a backup the quarterback, well, how are you going to beat them when Jalen Hurts would, in theory, be healthy and back in the postseason? Because these two teams are very evenly matched. Wait, They're can extremely I? You're skipping matched. a step. Yeah. If if I'm the Dallas Cowboys and I lose with a backup quarterback to the Eagles, then how do I think I'm actually getting past Tom Brady in the Bucks? How am I sure of that, oh, let alone get into the divisional round? Can I get out of the wild card round? A Gardner Minshew Eagles team is a touchdown favorite over the Bucs. They're not even there's a Gardner Minshew is the best backup in the NFL, probably. Okay, but you have to you would have to go on the road. Right. Now I might think Tom Brady and the Bucks are toast, but I know you don't. Well, and no, if you I'm think saying, that I, Tom still has the magic, then that's not a gimme. Okay, what's the spread? The game in Tampa Bay is probably five and a half Dallas, right? So you're gonna be a heavy favorite. So you should win that game. Well, you should, uh, yeah, but, but it's gonna be they crappy. should have won the Jags but the, game. Whatever happens in this this Saturday against the Eagles has nothing to... Honestly, like, I think the Cowboys, in their head, even with all this going on, are partly playing out the string because they're stuck in their playoff spot. There's no way they could get up for this game or any game because what's the point? I don't understand. Just for vibes? I think you want to show that you can play better than you have. We have some show Dak who? Prescott. Who cares? To show yourselves. We have Dak Prescott who was talking about this today about how Dallas has looked lately and what this game means. If anything, it's about making a statement to ourselves. Um, just about, uh, as you look in the season, we've had some games where we played really well, and then we've had some games where we've, we've bet ourselves in the foot and had some games where we didn't and we lost. So 
um, yeah, this is about putting our best foot forward, putting our best effort out there, uh, and proving it to ourselves in all three phases that uh, we're a hell of a team and we can go get it done against one of the best teams in the league, whether they're in our division or not. I'm sorry, did he say bite himself in the foot? We've bit ourselves in the foot? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, not to get sidetracked there, but that's funny. That was quarterback speak. That was all gobbledygook. None of that meant anything. <laughs> um, honestly, this this game is pretty much meaningless for both sides. I disagree. I disagree from the Dallas side. Yeah. Now that Gardner Minshew is playing, you got to beat them with a backup quarterback. I feel like the Cowboys. You're at home. The Cowboys fans know how this would really play out. They could blow out the Eagles and everybody be dancing on the star and feeling great. Yeah. And Cowboys fans would know deep inside that that is a terrible terrible formula because built some false confidence off of this game against an Eagles team that doesn't care at all. Wait a minute. You're the only person who can talk your talk yourself into a loss would be better well, than a win. That's honestly, not how athletes think, dude. I guarantee you that. I, I, I'm not saying that. I Honestly, this game means nothing. If the, if the Cowboys win and get so full of themselves after this game, as Cowboys seem to do, it feels like they're setting up for failure. Oh, I mean, I don't think they, so. I think it's called like, momentum with the last three games. You put your home with Philly, then you're at Tennessee, which could is going to be Malik Willis now. Looks like Tannehill's yeah. done for the year. And then you're at Washington, who's most likely also going to be fighting for their playoff lives. So you have two teams in front of you who are in dogfight playoff Whoa. races. I think you want to start now. You don't want to, you know, be cr- crawling, limping into the playoffs. You want to yeah. start building some momentum. Yeah, I mean, like last year, they just had this huge blowout. Let's see how they do at the end of the season. They, they it wasn't good the, for them. They blew out the Eagles, had some false confidence going into the end, and just got lost their first game. They won, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. They won five of their last six, were hot going into the playoffs, and completely imploded in the first round. Wait. Bit ourselves in the foot. <laughs> Did he say yeah. bite ourselves so, in the yeah, foot? Dallas in the looked foot. great at the end of last year. They, they rolled through the NFC East schedule, had all this momentum, and basically just completely fell apart in the end. Okay, wait a minute. There were some moments, though, last year that were actually kind of setting up a little bit. I remember the Arizona Cardinals game. Yeah, that game they lost on January 2nd, February, excuse me, January 2nd. That one was, people now think, maybe some red flags. Uh, Did they clinch that day? But it doesn't matter. They clinched last week when they lost to the Jags, and no one thinks that's an awesome day. Well, did anybody know coming to last year's playoff that Dallas was – nobody thought they were going to go out in the first round. It, honestly, I, we're getting off the track here. This, this game, we're going to read too much into it because this the Eagles really aren't playing for anything, and the Cowboys really aren't playing for anything. There's not going to be that urgency. Yes, maybe for you a little bit. You lose to the backup court. You lose to Gardner Minshew? I don't – I mean, I don't think people view this as a light game. It's not Cooper Rush. I mean, Gardner Minshew started 40 games in the NFL has a rating over 95. I mean, he's legit. I honestly think he's the best backup quarterback in the league. He's the one that jumps out. I mean, the Case Keaton slander right there. He's your friend. You guys wrote a book together. <laughs> yeah, Case is Case is really good too. Case is one. I mean, I like guess Andy's a starter now. Dalton. I mean, for you to rank your backup quarterbacks. Well, he's all these guys. They're all are, your friends. These all these guys are proven have started a lot of games. Yeah, I, I don't think, like, I, I don't know. I just don't see this game as that important. I, I mean, honestly, like, just because of, there's no standing implication at all. I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you want to get that bad taste out of your mouth from the Jags game, and you realize that it's not just about the Jags. You weren't good against the Texans yeah. either. And now the defense has taken some hits. Leighton Vander Esch with injury. Like, you just aren't 
you aren't peaking yeah. at the right time. And I don't care about last year. You just aren't peaking at the right time this year. The expectations are higher this year than they were last year. You know when they haven't been peaking the most is the playoffs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter I can't when argue they peak. with you there. Yeah, since, uh, since 95, I get it. Yeah, and it's pretty clear where the Eagles stand on this game. I get the strong feeling Jalen Hurts could play if there was anything at stake here. I mean, the dude went on after he got hurt. He went on to throw a beautiful touchdown pass. It yeah, but that's that adrenaline. Bad. See, if he was mm. if he was in such good shape, why are we hearing whispers here that he might not play the rest of the season? Because why would he play? The season's over. Well, you would feel great about him not playing the rest of the season. No, I would kiss goodbye I, to the MVP, and then he yeah, hasn't played in five weeks before the playoffs start. I don't care about that, but. There's nothing really to play for unless somehow they get caught into a little mess with the Vikings for the number one seed. But they should be able to win next week against New Orleans. Probably Jalen comes back next week against New Orleans. He's not that hurt. That's pretty obvious. We'll see. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to hear from Cowboys fans, Eagles fans too, but Cowboys fans for sure. How big of an indictment would this be on the Cowboys if you lose at home to Gardner Minshew or just a backup quarterback. It's not about Minshew so much, but a backup quarterback. And also, you want to try to start building some momentum, do you? I think so. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let us know what you think. Coming up, ooh, we got the latest on the transfer portal. Some big names switching teams. We'll do that in just a moment. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Back on Maggie and Perloff. They tried to make me cry in the break. <laughs> I have to tell you, if you're going to make me cry, yeah. do not pick an opposing NFC East team. My whole my whole oh. time watching this Washington Commanders video of Ron Rivera telling a special teams guy who made the Pro Bowl, I was just thinking, God, I really dislike the Commanders. I bet on them against That's the That's what you were thinking? <laughs> well, I bet on them against the Giants, and they just couldn't. Honestly, I've never seen a team make more mistakes in a 60-minute span of football in oh, my entire life. That, no, that, that game, okay. the, the, offic- the officials took that game away from them. No, but so that it, this is definitely like the best thing the Commanders have done in a decade, maybe two. I don't know. Yeah, that was cute. It was emotional. Ron Rivera is telling guys that they made the Pro Bowl, including Jeremy Reeves, who's a special teams guy who's gotten cut a million times. Uh, you know. Don't be a sucker. Mother, Don't be a know, sucker it's for it's, these it's, videos. It's, <laughs> I'm totally a sucker for these videos. They get me every time. Yeah. The guy's crying. Reeves breaks down in tears. He can't even speak. That guy is crying. He made the Pro Bowl. We didn't make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I'm <laughs> emotional for this guy. His dream's coming true. His mother would have been proud of him. All that stuff. No. Oh, God. Oh, like yours, Mr. He's Stone. Getting, he's getting paid fine. You know what? He Wait, just... so do you cry at any videos? You don't I... cry when the walk-on, they surprise the walk-on that with a full walk- scholarship? Love the walk-on, but no, that would not make me cry. Oh, either. I always cry with that kid. whoever that kid is all those kids whenever it's the walk-on gets rewarded with a scholarship i'm i'm waterworks i don't know what it is there's something about a team produced video that already has my guard up i can't now who's the one who's cynical that's usually me yeah i i like uh when the team feeds do funny things like the carolina panthers has this great feed oh yeah but if the if the team is playing with robbie anderson asking if the uh, panther is a bear oh yeah (laughs) what's that bear's name (laughs) What's that bear's name? Is it best? Like, hey, what's that bear's name up there? That, Robbie, that's a panther. Sir Purr. <laughs> Sir Purr. Sir Purr. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, any team-issued thing will never make me emotional. There's never been a thing. And it, no, the veterans coming back to surprise their families, that doesn't get you. That gets me every time. Oh, when someone's been serving overseas and then they come back and surprise them at the 50-yard line. The most amazing thing, and except even that got 
kind of the knees cut off when you found out the military was paying marketing <laughs> money to the NFL for that. But the, you know, the families are still having a genuine that, right, moment. That one gets me. Yeah. That one gets me because your kids involved. This was nice, but this felt a little hard knocksy. I, I don't know. It was good. Man, Christmas time. Perloff's got <laughs> nothing for us. I thought you were definitely going to cry. We filmed in the break. It got a little dusty in here. A little dusty. 855-212-4CBS. Ryan's in New York wants to talk about tonight's game with the Jets and the Jags. Ryan, what's up? I'm going on my first date tonight. You think I should bring her out to the Meadows? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you ever want to see her again? No, no. She'll be leaning on you to stay warm. It'll be great. <laughs> she better be madly in love with me if I do that. But anyway, seriously, um, I would never do that besides anyway. If anything, I'd go to a concert or something. Um, yeah. Also, is, too, uh, I don't know how old she is, but if Zach Wilson's in the house, you can never be too careful. <laughs> you don't want to put Zach Wilson around her. Well, listen, I always said, hey, I'm a big, strong guy, too. I could take their girls, you know. <laughs> I could take their girls as easy as they could take mine. Uh, well, you and Zach Wilson, I think, are dating in the same pool, so I think you might have that opportunity. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, I think I'm a little more intelligent. No, no, Zach is oh, that smart. Might I think Zach is smart. <laughs> I got a better sense of humor. But the thing is, they're really ripping into this guy. I mean, they were all piling on Zach Wilson, and it, it, it creates a. It, to me, it shows you how shallow some of the other players are, and, and what their real true makeup is. You don't do that to a teammate where you really just basically turn on them, and you could turn on somebody by avoiding them too and shunning them and not, not really giving them any attention. To me, that's disgusting. My only advice to Zach Wilson is, uh, you're going to be on the Jets. A lot of these guys in the next three or four years ain't even going to be there. They won't even be in your rear mirror. You won't even remember them. And the thing is, what, what, what got me is, like, he's a smart kid that drive near the end with the, with the Lions, yeah. no seconds on the clock. I think if he had the confidence and he was not gun shy at the time, he probably would have called timeout or looked over to the bench and, and did a T sign and then would have got, may have got it. Because they ran out of, out of time. That's on Salah. Yep. And to me, listen, I don't care how many timeouts you have. There's no time left on the clock. What, what, is, what good is that? And he then, left know, a I, timeout in his pocket. It's ridiculous. Salah's right. done that a couple times with the timeouts. He's obviously showing that, you know, even though he's in year two, he obviously hasn't mastered end-of-game situations as well. You know, it's funny, Ryan, did you see what Zach Wilson bought for all of his offensive linemen? No, what? He bought them, like, uh, motorized scooters. That's nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe I, he'll just buy their affection. Like, I was just uh, having this debate it. about this exact debate that Ryan is getting at from a different angle about Zach Wilson. Uh, was Zach Wilson, did we pile on him too much for the press conference comment? Was that a New York media thing? Because I understand what Ryan's saying. It does yes. feel like the fact that everybody hugged Mike White and everybody's wearing the Mike White t-shirts. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it seems like an unhealthy locker room, regardless of Zach Wilson. I felt Ryan, like, thank you for the call. Have fun at the game tonight. Struck me as kind of loser behavior. The entire situation it strikes. I, I don't know. I'm not, obviously not blaming Salah. He seems amazing. I'm a huge Robert Salah fan. At the end of the game, he's not amazing. What he's done with the defense what, is mean, good. Maggie, you kill every for one mistake at every end of the game. Every coach makes mistakes at the end of the game. Okay, but he's done this now in two different games. He did it in the Bills game. He did it in uh, the Lions game, too. But the coach, as far as building culture, I would figure Robert Saw would be great. But it doesn't seem, seems like there's something, something smells bad. Yeah, I think. What is it? Okay, so I think you're 100% right because I, w I think personally that, yes, Wilson looks totally lost. He doesn't look like he's gotten any better from his rookie year. His footwork is off. 
Okay, that's on the quarterback, but is that also on the coaching staff? He's been there for 20 months. Nobody has decided that thought to fix the footwork. Coaches, teams can't do that. That's all on the side. Teams well, they don't hired, have time. They to... hired his personal quarterback oh, yeah, coach, they John, John Beck. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so but the... then they fired him for this year. Maybe that's what happened. So here's the thing, right? When you draft somebody, whether it's Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, whether it's Zach Wilson, you don't expect they're going to be a fully finished product the moment they step through the door. So the idea that I think the Jets coaches also deserve criticism here because they haven't developed Zach Wilson. He still looks like deer in headlights out there. Maybe maybe he's just a complete and total bust, but I also would have to question the coaching staff. Like, why doesn't he look any more comfortable in year two, basically, than he did in year one? Uh, yeah, I think that's tricky. I think it's really hard to actually coach a quarterback during the season. There's way too much going on. Uh, look at Michael Floor, the OC. Do you think he has time to sit and look at his Zach Wilson's footwork? He's got a game plan like crazy. Oh my God, Zach Wilson is the most should be one of the most important things on your to do list. The coaches, in reality, coaches have no time to coach quarterbacks and any player in fundamentals. But my issue really is why. I'm curious if that caller was right. doesn't seem like the teammates, yeah, they might have a problem with Zach Wilson. That's the kind of stuff you hide from the public. You do not go and and hug and put the backup quarterback on your shoulders and parade him around Broadway. I don't understand what the Jets are doing. And I don't think it's an accident. I think the Jets have been broken on offense for, I don't know, 28 years or something. (laughs) Well, I mean. (laughs) That one year, Chad Pennington was awesome. Yeah, I I think you're right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, on one side, I think that the coaches deserve – blame because they have not developed Wilson. Like I, I, I think that it is incumbent on the coaches to make the players better. You don't just walk in from college and all of a sudden that's who you are in the NFL. I think that's crap. But on the flip side, what I was going to say is there obviously is something not right either with Wilson's leadership style or something because he's clearly rubbing teammates the wrong way. You're 100% correct. No one ever flaunts the backup quarterback. You can support the backup quarterback like they did in Philadelphia when Nick Foles won the title. You can be supportive, but you don't flaunt the love with the T-shirts and all of the extra over-the-top stuff unless there really is something that turns you off about Zach Wilson, wow. right? Philadelphia with Carson Wentz might have had a similar situation. Well, yeah, and that's interesting. But but it's no. not trickled out that he's you know had any issues like what the anonymous sources that came out to blast Wentz after year what four. Well, yeah, but I wonder if we just haven't gotten that story yet because it does seem like the way they behave is they're all in on Mike White and they don't like Zach Wilson. That's short. You get that public perception. I don't know if it's true. We're not there. Yeah. But that that's kind of broken. Like, you, sh- you should not be putting that out as a team. And you know what? You know who that's on? Also the coaching staff. Because if I see my offensive lineman or whoever it was wearing Mike White T-shirts Going into, I think it was the game in Buffalo. I don't, I don't remember exactly what game it was. Wearing the might white T-shirts. If I'm the head coach of that team, yep. knock it off. Take that off. Yep. Like I don't love to micromanage professional athletes. I wouldn't want it. That would not be my style. But I sure as hell would tell them, take that off. What are you doing? You're all you're doing is like putting down another teammate. Yes, you think you're trying to build one guy up. You're putting down another. Absolutely, guy. absolutely. It's you know the great teams. All 50 players are equally important. You know, I think of obviously Bill Belichick's Patriots where, for example. They went out of their way. Yeah, they ran their first Super Bowl. They ran out as a team. It used to always be individuals. Then they ran out as a team. Then Belichick would yell at Tom Brady like he was a backup linebacker. Never Uh, gave him a game ball. Yeah, I think that equality, something's messed up. I I don't know because I really want to like Robert Sala. He's great in interviews. And he supported Zach Wilson publicly. 
But I, you're right. There's some real questions about. By the way, they probably win tonight in the terrible weather and go to eight and seven and might trip into a playoff spot. But I, I actually, I don't even know what that means. Is that is that building a bright future? I don't know if Zach Wilson is potentially playing for his career tonight, which seems unfair considering the weather. Well, Josh Rosen just signed with his eighth team this week, so <laughs> I think Zach Wilson will have plenty of shots. You know what I mean. I mean, Josh Rosen's career ended a long, long time no, ago. No, but I mean, in series, like, Zach Wilson might flame out with the Jets. He'll get another shot. Like, I mean, Sam Darnold got another shot. Yeah, like, Geno Smith got another shot. Hey, oh, exactly. Long, you know, many years later. Zach Wilson, how old? Uh, Baker's gotten multiple shots. Zach Wilson is 23. So I do think there are a lot of a lot of coaches fell in love with him in the pre-draft process. Someone would be will, glad to to have Zach Wilson, I would think. But to be honest, like he hasn't shown a lot. Oh, he's he's stunk. <laughs> no, and so that's what makes this difficult, right? Especially because you know this is a better team than when Sam Darnold was in New York for sure. So Zach Wilson, in theory, does have a good team. The offensive line isn't awesome, but he does have some weapons, and Mike White makes it work. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm very curious. Watch him win tonight. It'd be eight and seven. And like all this positive momentum with Zach Wilson, who even he'll probably throw eight passes tonight and get the W. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We'll tell you what else is at stake in tonight's Thursday night affair. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.